Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Doc Tales. I'm excited to welcome the host of Doc Tales, Royal Doc, Alan Lindeman. Doc, what's going on, man? How are you? We're doing really well here, Neil, and you? Doing fantastic, and you want to introduce our guest today. I know you're excited about him because he create as a doctor's, when doctors can create innovations that become their own businesses, that's the exciting thing of taking a skill set and becoming an entrepreneur. Well, I, I really, I, yeah, put a lot of work into it, and it, it looks like it. It's it's effective. You know, uh, Alan. First of all, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to be here. Uh, but yeah, definitely. You know, it takes some effort, and we've we're always adding. Like we started learning about this uh, this hand and grip area, and thought we figured it all out. Had lots realized it was just getting started. So there's a lot to the area, and uh, love talking about it. Well, you know, we've seen so many of these flexor balls over the years. I've been uh, probably now about 40 years I've been seeing flexor balls. But now is this uh, adding extensors, that's a really good idea. So how did you how did that get started? Yeah, you know, it's it's even um, it got started a little bit about my history, Alan, as I was I'm a sports chiropractor by trade. And I was, you know, more than happy, more than comfortable players, first of all. A lot of hockey, a lot of professional golfers dealt with the Canadian tour up here that's now affiliated with the PGA tour. Uh, so saw a lot of players there, but, you know, about half family practice too. So a lot of different type of grip injuries. And I had seen the story so many times. I grew up the same way as you, Alan. So all we saw is repetitive gripping stuff. I even, you know, kind of bought into it myself for the longest time. And then I started to see all the chronic repetitive grip injuries. Uh, started to see fingers and thumbs that are shortening, carpal tunnel shutting down, a lot of wrist injuries in the professional golfers, uh, and a lot of elbow injuries in the hockey players and professional golfers. And you started to ask them basically, what type of exercise do you do? And there was two answers, inevitably. One of them was hand exercise. What are you talking about? We don't do anything. And the so, you know, just what we would normally do in the gym, grabbing weights, that's good enough. Uh, or the other, uh, the other answer would we, as we talked about, we'd grab a spring-loaded or a coiled gripper. Yep. And uh, then I would ask the next question, like for, you know, from the practitioner side of, side of view is what do you do about the muscles, the nine muscles that open and spread the hand? Yep. And of course, that's when they would look at me like I'd change languages on them. And, and uh, that's when we realized how much the ignorance was, but that was when I was in practice. I took some time off to pursue my own dream to play professional golf. And, and inevitably, I got to see the inside of repetitive gripping within professional golf, uh, bigger tours and mini tours. And that's when I really saw it's, you know, private practice was one thing. Uh, touring regularly with professional golfers is a whole different thing. It's just one repetitive grip after another. And they wouldn't really see it towards grip. They would say, I've got an elbow problem, but what does that have to do with grip? Well, it has everything to do with grip. And and uh, basically, Ellen, that's where I saw, we've got a real problem here. I can't give these guys and girls five or six exercises. They don't have any way of doing that. They won't stick with it. I tried, they wouldn't do it. So then we developed this the product where you could use the, uh, grip a grip mechanism which is three-dimensional a round ball I never had any problems with but then through that we put some resistant band it was just like uh, it was it was basically uh, waistband elastic to start with and we started with prototypes and we just started to see these these problems go away and uh, you know eventually we started to figure out how to make it 
um, so that you could, you know, make it well. Uh, but same mechanics as the rough prototype and all of the things you had around. in your site. And I'm thinking, well, you have to get the right balance of extensors and flexors. Otherwise, you will. I mean, if you got too much extensor, you'd have you wouldn't have much of a flexor. So now how do you figure out uh, how much any individual needs? Do you have individual um, flexor extensor? Nope. Testing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we started it, it was just you know we're 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 basically you know, throwing throwing ideas against the wall and seeing what'll stick. So we're basically testing. Once we you know, and I was not an expert at this by any stretch. Things done. We just worked at different formulas of the different materials, um, and to be where we could test different resistances. And and like you say, the finger extensor muscles are quite different in what resistance desired than the flexor muscles. They're you know they're they're on a ratio quite a bit weaker so we had to work with that and work with some averages and work with some people that were coming into going into like uh, recovery exercises for for rehab protocols uh, going into kind of wellness that wellness model and then going into the more advanced strength training model and we basically came to places that that seemed to test for the most average hands with within those models well, it looks like you must have uh, different, you either have to design for, for an individual or you must have a range of, of options. Yeah, so uh, the one of the things we did that we, that we worked with it, because first of all, Ellen, when we started this, it was, we did it for, athlete, for athletes for sure, because that was kind of what I was looking for. I was looking for training athletes and getting to perform well off the bat. And so that worked really well. But then I started to have patients in my own practice that were arthritic or that were coming out of, you know, carpal tunnel surgery or having like dislocation, stuff like that. So we started to bring a recovery ball in and then we got requests inevitably from the, you know, from the real knuckle draggers for something a little firmer. But where we eventually landed is to do one of our main uh, products that we sell is a set of three. So there'd be like a soft and a medium and a firm. And then there'd be two different size soft cords for different hand sizes and different resistance and then two different medium size medium uh, resistance cords and then two different firm resistant cords and the reason i tell you that alan is that within that you can deal with almost any situation um mm -hmm. for example some most of the athletes we deal with are super strong in flexion but not very much in extension and abduction so they might start with a firmer ball and maybe a lighter cord until they get really moving with the muscles that open and spread the hand. So that the three pack is probably our most popular choice and it allows flexibility within whoever's using it. There's, you know, 18 different choices of resistances within that package. Now, have you, you've been kind of looking at the next level and tell us about that level. That level again is to show how it can help people with neuropathy and things like that, looking at more of the, the average person, not just the sports athlete now in your product. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is where we've got to. And it's a good question because we, like, like I said, I thought we had our goals and our, our goals met pretty early on. And I didn't have much of a thought that we had very much further to go until you realize that when you have like any body part guys, like when you have anything going, it's full natural range of motion you're going to stimulate a lot of things. And the first thing you're going to stimulate is whatever the peripheral neuropathy, like the, the peripheral nerves to that area, you're going to stimulate. And then you're going to stimulate them maximally if you take them through full natural ranges of motion. So that was the first thing that we saw that we kind of 
you know, just by working with the athletes, we saw that instead of the old, you know, we were talking earlier about like a spring loaded item or a coiled item moving in three dimension, even in flexion. So as we provide the proper resistance to the proper mechanics, we started stimulating peripheral nerve roots or excuse me, peripheral nerves to the hands. And as well, because you're taking the hand through its full natural range of motion, you're also starting to stimulate maximal blood flow and maximal uh, lymph drainage, uh, as well as, uh, you know, blood flow back to the back to the heart. So you're stimulating circulation. So there's a number of gains out of that. And that's when we started having people say, like, we still get it all the time is that we say, well, my elbow feels better, but I'm sleeping better. And I'm, I'm this and that better. And I'm, you know, I'm not as stressed or I'm feeling better. I don't get sick. And it's, I, I didn't really know what was going on. I thought we took a stressor away from their life and that was what made it feel better. But then we started to look at the lymph system and, and stimulating peripheral nerves. And we realized that we're getting blood flow to the completely to the extreme. So we're going to stimulate blood flow and we're going to stimulate lymph drainage. And I think we're doing some systemic things that can aid in a lot of different types of recoveries and just a lot of type of wellness. I'm fascinated with this, your nerve, you know, your peripheral nerve stimulation and the uh, uh, blood flow and lymph uh, drainage. But I have a question about feet. Yes. So what do you do? Do you have something for feet? We are, I don't know if you've uh, talked to Neil already, but yeah, we, we're, we're in the process of developing something. And just with uh, fulfillment of the world, we, we actually have kind of put it on hold to some extent. We've still, we, the other thing is too, is we, when we did our first prototype, we didn't quite get the, um, the readings on. We do a lot of uh, surface, uh, surface EMG. We didn't quite get the tests we wanted to. On, with the Handmaster product, the tests are believable. And so we've set the bar pretty high, but we says, I'm, I'm no genius guys. Is it, we're just looking to see what, the, what is the range of motion? What do these muscles in the hands do? And we're looking at what do the muscles in the feet do? And as we all know, the feet muscle muscles are so passive, you know, they, they are, we're not designed to be passive. We're designed to be grabbing sand and dirt and, and grass and, and walking and going to the next step. So we're missing out in, in my opinion on, on, because we've got, you know, we've got rubber shoes. Uh, same situation, Alan. We're very interested in 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 that. We have a, we have a, already built a mold, but it just wasn't good enough. And we're going to make some adjustments and and spend a little bit more and um, see if we can't get that out. But we're we're basically going to match Handmaster Plus with Footmaster Plus, and and uh, we were close, but it just it wasn't quite there. But same concepts, and I completely agree with you. It's it's a really key area when you get the muscles working, you get the blood flow flow proper there's your shock absorption and there's more um like peripheral drainage as well it's really important in in uh, lymphatic flow so are yes. you thinking so i was going to go with my question so are you thinking when do you think that you'll release this or are you have a prediction yeah you know we thought we we thought we were going to release it in in 23 that's what we thought we were doing um we just we're just not there, there was a couple of issues that we had just with uh even the manufacturing side of things we, we have a great team we're, we're so fortunate to have a great team and and as you get you know as we get busy and we've got demand all over the world we you have to know what you're doing uh so but we had a little we just had a little bit of issues is do we want to do this right now with all the covid when the covid was still uh, a, a going concern 
do we want to spend our time on our time and money and our efforts on that or do we want to really you know push what we're doing with handmaster plus and and all the upper extremity stuff that we've got there and we decide to go that way but i don't really have a release time for it we're we we're just redoing our drawings based on what we've learned um so we'd love i mean i'd love to say 2024 and know that for sure but i don't like to say things i don't know for sure but uh the world is big you know as you guys know it's a big world out there and we're so busy with the handmaster plus side of things that we've got to watch to be too quick and i definitely don't want to put a product out that i don't believe in well you know there's an awful lot more i think at least what i see with diabetic patients they have yep. more trouble with their feet than their hands i mean the feet that starts first and it usually stays longer and it's harder to deal with so i'm waiting for your for your feet well even the even the encouragement like we haven't i haven't had anybody ask me this all the podcasts that we do nobody's ever asked me that question and it to me it's a bit of a more obvious question so your guys as the wheels are turning on you guys um, and it's you know for me though that's good because it is a reminder and we changed our whole brand name as like our company's called Doxac enterprises and we changed to moving extremely well because we are defining the extremities. We've identified them to be just left to the wayside and so important for people's health. And like you said, Alan, the diabetic community, which is enormous, I mean, it's enormous now, is they're they're, they're, they are in need of peripheral blood flow. Uh, feet, I agree with you, but hands, hands as well. When you see the changes in thermography that we do with that hands, but peripheral blood flow is it's just been left by the wayside and, and peripheral training, like the muscles of the feet, I think are also something that's kind of just, ah, who cares about those things? No, they're important. That's your shock absorption. Um, and to have that blood flow to the extremity plus the function of shock absorption is, is directly correlated to what we're doing in the hands. And if not more, because you, you have the shock absorption angle, but with the hands, you have the grip functionality and the blood flow so equally important and we've definitely identified that the extremities are our thing uh, we got to do it do it well but it's overlooked and we preach about it and, and and you know most of the healthcare professionals that are further along in this way of thinking they get it in a flash yeah it's a really i'm waiting yeah, for that i'll uh, boy i'll promise i'll put some uh, we're going to put a little extra with our team onto that one again i and i love the project and it's it, it wasn't far off by the way alan like it just, if you're going to, the time where you do it and you put all your efforts into it, you launch something. I think many people don't understand that. Neil, you probably, you probably do with seeing all the, all the business folks that you see that are doing something similar. You're going to put a lot of effort into promoting and uh, helping people. And if you, if you've got something that you know in your mind isn't there, you, you don't gotta, do it. You don't do it. And the people make the mistake, they make the mistake all the time in doing it. Without yeah, doing, it, there was a, a, a one of my clients was working with this week, and literally we had to tweak things. I said, "Well, I'm not getting the sales." Well, it's because of not the product; it's how it's being delivered. It's how it's being delivered, how it's being packaged, and how it's being explained. Because if people, if you don't believe in it, they're yeah. not going to buy it. That's the bottom yeah. line. And so many people have things out there. Hey, I wrote a book. Why aren't people buying it? Because they don't believe in it. And you really don't believe in it. You didn't take the time necessary to look at all those things. And that's, that's what I think is the, 
key thing, guys, for sure. Uh, Doc, do you have any more questions for Dr. Terry? Oh, no, but like I said, I'm uh, I'm waiting for this, uh, for the feet thing. And the other, I do have one question. You know, COVID, everybody's talking about COVID. Um, I think we're going to see a little bit more uh, need for feet after COVID. I think that uh, that's one of the peripheral neuropathies we're going to be left with uh, in the wake of COVID. Well, I, I don't disagree with you. I think, I, I mean, I think through this whole COVID, for this whole stretch of the last three years, I think people are going to see that uh, wellness is a really big deal. Like going back to basics. And like I say, you know, usually what people want to talk about is, you know, muscles and how the muscles shorten the carpal tunnel and collapse it and all this stuff. And, and, and I used to be, that was my main talk and my main talking point. But as Neil brought up, I'm a lot more interested in what it, what it takes to get, you know, circulation, almost like the traffic system moving through your body. That's, that's wellness. And yes, an athlete and a musician and a per person in a workplace needs the muscles to be strong and balanced. But a human being needs, you need blood flow and lymph drainage on a daily basis and you need digestive system on a, on a daily basis. So I think out of COVID, I think the details to wellness, a lot of people are going to wake up to that, that environmental challenges and what are our daily, you know, what are our daily health habits going to look like? And we can't just sit there and go, oh, geez, I hope it works out. No, we, we got to look at the basis of health, stay healthy, get it done. And we need simple solutions that people can actually get done in a day. All right. In their homes, yes. <laughs> Best place, Dr. Home. Terry, to find information on you about the Hand Master Plus is go where? Yeah, uh, handmasterplus.com. Uh, our main website uh, is docsac.com. And if anybody has questions, that's my job is to answer questions. I love doing it. It's info at docsac.com. Appreciate it. Great show, Doc. Thank you, guys. All right. That was, again, the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Doc Tales, guys. Take care. Mm -hmm.